If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And I'm high on vitamin B12. Ooh, I'm high on Starbucks double shot. Ooh. Oh, I also <laughs> had like three cups of coffee this morning. Oh, nice. Um, How's the B12? It's, I, you know, I forgot how much I liked it because I've been really um, just lethargic in the afternoons for a while. Huh. And so I was trying like, you know, doing matcha or, you know, some sort of iced tea, not having coffee in the afternoon. In, okay. Um, and it was, you know, helpful for a little bit. And then after an hour or so, I would just crash again. Yeah. But so I got these and I've had them before and I sort of forgot that they were that I had them. But I have these like sublingual vitamin B12 um, tablets from Costco. Oh, really? And I was taking one every once in a while. But now I take one every day and it really oh. I, it might be, again, a placebo effect. But I no, it's supposed yeah. to really work. I think I it mean, does. People yeah. take it instead of like Prozac, I think. Yeah, it's people you, get like the injections. Oh yeah, don't I, they? Yeah, my doctor gives the injections. I've Do never. You get them? No, uh, my friend who goes to my same doctor gets them from him, but, um, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I've always dreamt of getting B twelve injections from a doctor, but I've never done it. I should try it. But yeah, the sublingual one is um, it really it works, and I well we'll see because I like I said I've also had a bunch of caffeine this morning, so we'll see when I crash or if I crash today. But who knows? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, you seem very perky and peppy and full of life. Thank you. <laughs> um, you seem okay. You've been. I've been a little, a little under, under the weather. The weather. Yeah. We're starting late today because I like needed another hour to kind of just like get my life yeah. in order. I took a day off yesterday because I was sick, yeah. but. Um, yeah, so that's where I am. I mean, that hasn't that doesn't really have much to do with the goop stuff, I no. guess. Other than you know, I don't know. It was like, is my immune system rebelling? Yeah. Is it because of dairy? I mean, Who hormones, knows? thyroid condition. You need some. Uh, what are, what are the the vitamin protocol you need? Maybe balls in the air. I don't know. Vitamin C. Yeah, per, probably vitamin C. 
Yeah, that's not like one of the protocols though. They should no. get one though called seasick, and then it's just like vitamin C, and you take it when you're sick. Yeah, I, yeah. Vitamin C was like the one vitamin I feel when we were growing up that they were like you have to take vitamin C. I know you. And now no one talks about it. We used to take. Did you take those ones from Trader Joe's? That were so the, disgusting. They oh, were like I the horse them. pills. Oh, it oh, must be a different the one. The orange flavor one? Oh no, the ones I had, it was an orange bottle, but it was it was just like a regular pill. It was oh. unflavored and it was it was I remember like gagging when I had to take one. Oh, when I was a kid, my mom used to get these ones from Trader Joe's that were like chewable orange oh, flavored and good. it tasted like a sweet tart and they were like they were big, but, wow. but you I would got like to chew them. You yeah, and they tasted yeah. like candy and I would like I mean, I think I would like sneak them by like the fistful, <laughs> which probably great. took like a dangerous amount of vitamin C. Not my mom. One mm. more reason why she's not kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. We know yeah, she listens. She listens occasionally. Yeah. Um, and oh, I saw your mom out in the wild. I know. Which is so crazy. She I has a know. new haircut. She, oh yeah, I she, know. Yeah, it looks that, really cute. That makes my list actually. Oh really? Yeah. There's a um, big, I, yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I talked a little bit last week. I was doing a little book reading for my friend's book. Which and I, yeah. uh, Aggie wasn't able to come, but her parents came, which was know, so sweet. I know. They were excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it went well. It went well. They got a good crowd. Um, yeah. We uh, all read uh, a chapter from from the book. Uh, we had a semi-celebrity was one of the readers, um, former child star Mara Wilson. That's awesome. Yeah. That's um, so cool. And she was very sweet. And uh, she has a really lovely voice. Uh, oh. you, you know, You know her from when she was a kid and Matilda and Mrs. Doubtfire and stuff. But she has this like, yeah, lovely sonorous voice. That's great. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I can't wait to read it. It seems so funny. Michelle's so funny and she's such a good writer. I'm so excited to Um, read the book. It's called Hey Ladies. Ladies. Get it at your bookstore or on Amazon. Yeah. It's going to be really funny. If you like this podcast, you'll probably like that book. For sure. Yeah. And she's been on the podcast. Yeah. 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 She's great. Um, what else yeah. is new? Well, I don't have much. I don't have diet updates yeah. this week, <laughs> but I do have other updates, which is about eye cream. Ooh. So um, we've talked about eye cream a lot on the podcast and we're both, you know, really concerned about it, have a lot <laughs> of questions about it, have a lot of emotions about it. And I have been using this one called like It Beauty uh, Bye Bye Under Eye, which is this pot of eye cream that costs like more money than I would normally spend on an eye cream. I think it was like 60 or more dollars, which is like expensive for me. I bought it at Sephora because I had this like huge gift certificate to Sephora. So I was like, and this was like supposed to be great or whatever. So I got it and it was like, you know, it like says like, oh, it's like a dermatologist made this up or whatever, like invented this kind of eye cream and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I have this problem with under eye cream where whenever I use it, I get like irritated and start like peeling under my eye. Mm. And I think it's because there's like bacteria in it if it's in like a pot. Oh, because your finger keeps going in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I bought a new one. It was really cheap because that one's almost empty. And I'm like not really using it anymore because I think it's making my eyes fucked up. I bought a new one for like 20 or less, like $12 on Amazon. And it's that rock brand that makes the the retinol. retinol. And I don't think it's retinol, but it's like, but maybe it is. I don't really know. I was just like, oh, I trust these people. It's like really cheap and it's just for under eye and it's like age fighting or whatever, wrinkle fighting. So it's coming today and it's a new journey for me because normally I feel like with face lotion and stuff, you have to spend like a lot of money. Yeah. So this is a new 
chapter in my life with under eye cream. My only concern is that it won't be like moisturizing because I feel like the 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 peeling and stuff under the eye is because it's like it gets dried out Mm -hmm. and whatever is in this is probably like really harsh chemicals. I don't know. But then the one I was using before was like natural and I was peeling. So I have no idea. Yeah. I wonder if you can use that and then also just like your normal face cream, you can put sort of over it and then it'll be moisturizing. Yeah. Sometimes I try to like trade off. Like I'll do like a harsh like retinol one night and then the next night I just do like, um, that like Tata Harper, like just like oil, like the serum or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll do that. I definitely don't do the retinol every night. Um, Yeah. I I think it's too harsh to do it every night, but I kind of want to do it every night because I want to like fight them as hard (laughs) as I can. You look great. I don't even see a wrinkle. Wow. God bless you. We also have really nice lighting right here. It's nice diffuse lighting in my apartment. Um, I have, well, I I haven't done it yet, but I think I will this week. Uh, I got a very large zucchini from my imperfect produce. I did too. So I think I might have to like break out the zoodle machine. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that it might be too big for my zoodle machine. Oh, it was very large. It's really big zucchini. Uh, And I don't even want it. I don't. Yeah, because big zucchinis are not that good. Like yeah. the flavor's not there. I mean, this is the imperfect produce. Did you also get a weird, a giant uh, bag of like rock hard avocados? No. Oh, I got that. I'm sort yeah. of excited. I think eventually they'll they'll ripen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna. I maybe I'll just cut it up and do zoodles. There's no way I'm gonna just like eat that zucchini regularly. Well, I think it's like too thick to get in my machine. Oh. I think it's thicker than the, because I have one of those handheld ones that you like spin it yourself it's just like a small one okay that you just kind of like um there's like a top and then the the blade and you just sort of like put this like plastic top on that one end of your zucchini and like spiralize it through the blade i probably have that one too i literally haven't even opened the box and i've had it for two years i know i had mine for two years too but i finally did it when i was doing whole 30 you know huh. they're they're it just is a new way to eat zucchini well if that doesn't work i will make zucchini bread Oh, that's a good Which idea. Is also, yeah. And that's a good way to turn gross vegetables into dessert. Mm-hmm. Zucchini bread is so good. So good. That's another thing that... Was, was zucchini bread really popular when we were kids? Or was it just like my yeah. mom? No, okay, it was yeah. popular. Yeah. Now no one really makes it. And it was also something that like freaked me out as a kid because it sounds so disgusting. And then yeah. you eat it and you're like, oh, this just tastes like sweet. Like Yeah, it's like cake. carrot cake. Yeah, it's the same Yeah, principle. it doesn't taste like it. Um, Anything else? Um, Shall we get going? Yeah, let's get going because those are all my updates. Uh, all right. So this was a heavy newsletter. A lot Very of stuff. Very dark. Um, and we have to say, I think uh, of this newsletter is all about eating disorders. So uh-huh. if you're triggered by um, by discussions of eating disorders, maybe fast forward or skip till the next episode. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, but I there's also other stuff besides eating disorder. In not really. I mean, like the the. Thursday newsletter was like almost entirely eating disorders. Yeah, eating disorder. And then the Monday one was just like a wedding guide. It was. Yeah, it was like all weddings and then all eating disorders. Yeah. yeah. And I also noticed that in this one they had um, like. So last week we were talking about that puzzle piece thing. And so this week I actually read it on a computer 
um, instead of on my phone. And I was sort of surprised that there are lots of different icons that mean different things. Yeah. So last week, there was one article that had the symbol of a puzzle piece. And it was basically saying this is, you know, speculative, but not proven by science. But there's some evidence. And we're like, oh, is this some weird guide about how scientific these articles are? And the answer is yes. Because a lot of the articles, all the art- articles about eating disorders this week had, instead of a puzzle piece, it was like a picture of an atom. And then it said supported by science. Yeah. And you can click a little drop down on, you can click on it and it'll say like, there's there's ev- scientific evidence to back this up. Yeah. Or then there was the article. I mean, we'll get to it probably. Oh I, yeah, I we will. will. That, like, <laughs> yes. And that. And- that had a drop down where it was just like it had a scroll <laughs> and it just says like ancient practice. Ancient modality. Yeah, ancient modality. Um, and it, yeah, then it says like this uh, practice is nearly as old as time. Many find value in it, even if modern day research hasn't caught up yet. And then in parentheses, <laughs> or the practice will never catch its attention. And by its, it means science. Yeah. And like, I don't know so much we'll never catch its attention or just like we'll never be proven to be real. Yeah, there's because it's, it's not real. Like, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we'll get we'll get to that Reiki article for oh, sure. Oh, we will. Yeah. Uh, there were different ones too, but those are the ones I remember. Well, I think, yeah, all, most of the ones about um, like, yeah, uh, binge eating and orthorexia and anorexia all had that atom because they, they, they were just like sort of more, you know, standard advice for like how to deal with. Interviews with doctors yeah. basically. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there was a specific incident where Goop felt the need to categorize these articles or if it was just sort of a general, like people are concerned about truth in media now. Well, um, yeah, I, I think don't know. Pro- I have no idea, but I think it must have something to do with that because they have been defending themselves really hard ever since this Jen, Jen Gunter fight. Yeah. Really, They've been saying, well, you know, we just take, we just, you know, take all the information and we just present all kinds of information. And some people maybe were pushing back and saying, well, you can't just present everything as equally true when some things are supported by science and some things aren't. Yes. And just call that being open-minded. That's not really what it is. So now they just try to, I don't know, show like some things are supported by science and some things aren't. I don't know. And uh, Jen Gunter lately has had other fish to fry besides Goop. She's oh, really? uh, deep into a feud with Teen Vogue right now. What? Um, because I guess Teen Vogue did some article about like how to have a great summer vagina. And it was basically <laughs> doing like the, you know, this is a wipe that you do or some oh. thing. And Jen Gunter's big thing is like leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, I didn't read, honestly, I didn't read the article or Jen Gunter's uh Position. position but yeah i just saw on twitter that she's like uh, attacking teen vogue so maybe I she's everybody like teen vogue now for yeah because they're so like political politi- articles yeah. but that is true i mean like you should leave your vagina yeah. alone it's self-cleaning it's self-cleaning um, uh well let's okay get to it um what was your best my best was the orthorexia article oh me too really yeah I thought, well, first of all, orthorexia, I think I probably have it because I, and probably maybe some other people on this podcast (laughs) do. Well, Well, a little bit. I have theoretical orthorexia. I don't put it into practice. Yeah. It's like I get obsessed with diets and I have to do them like super 1000% and do them really Mm. well. And then I like stop doing them and like rebel and just like go crazy. And then I'm like, and it's like this huge struggle just to have like normal eating 
like habits for me. But, um, yeah. So like, I totally relate to like the idea of, you know, you don't go to social functions because you're trying to stick to a diet or like if you go, if someone like makes a meal for you, you won't eat it or like whatever. And I just think that that's something that's probably really beneficial for probably a lot of readers of Goop to read on Goop, like that this could be a problem. And I actually think it's kind of cool that they would publish that considering, That their whole business model has been premised on promoting orthorexia. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's great. Like, this was a great article, and it was a Dr. Niru Bakshia. And um, yeah, you know, orthorexia is the uh, dangerous and obsessive preoccupation with eating healthy. So um, it's things like uh, obsessive concern over the relationship between food choices and health concerns. Really interesting. um, Heightened concern and compulsive need to read over health food ingredients, Mm -hmm. consistently checking nutritional labels, noticeable increase in consumption of supplements, herbal remedies, or Uh probiotics, drastic reduction in the number of foods considered acceptable choices, uh, increased avoidance of food groups due to food allergies without medical advice, i.e. cutting out all sugar, gluten, carbs, dairy, meat, Uh irrational concern over food preparation techniques, especially washing of food and sterilization of utensils, and experiencing anxiety when there is a perceived lack of healthy food options available. So this is uh, hits to the heart of the Goop reader. Absolutely. And especially when they talk about um, finding, like believing that there are links between the foods you eat and diseases that you might have, that you may or may not even have, which is... Truly, not only, like, is Goop's business model promoting it, but, like, 1,000% of their stupid bullshit doctors who come on with a new diet book, are they're all saying that certain foods oh, yeah. cause all disease. It's just, like, standard for every Goop doctor to be like, well, of course don't eat gluten, dairy, red meat. Like, and that's just, like, a standard. Yeah, and it's th- standard to be, like, you know, gluten, uh sugar you know alcohol red meat those are things that are just like bad um and so this art it was it was sort of amazing that um something like this was published on goop and i wonder i wonder if this is sort of uh if they are gonna consistently sort of pull back on this stuff i don't think they are and honestly it's like almost sort of annoying because i feel like their whole thing, like their defense has always been, oh, well, we just publish everything. So we have like all kinds of information on our website. Obviously, this is not their main point of view. Like their no. main point of view is like the Stephen Gundry is the Will Coles, the of Dr. The, world. the Dr. Taz is OK. Like the functional doctor, like they give a huge platform to functional medicine, which is like basically a bullshit science, pseudoscience that's like designed to tell you that some food you're eating is causing some ailment that you may or may not have. Like that's all functional medicine is. And goop, I feel like put functional medicine on the map. Yeah. I mean, it really uh, gave it a giant platform uh, and, and gave it like, uh, publicity that people all over the country now know about functional medicine, a lot of it because of goop. Yeah. Because like, you know, and so I, I don't really, I feel like them publishing one article and being like, oh, actually, this might not be good. Or like that might be linked to like obsessive compulsive disorder or like, you know, this might be like a mental health problem that you need to address with an actual doctor isn't really enough because they have been promoting it so hard for years and continue to, including this week. Oh, yeah. Like other articles in this very newsletter. And, and the, the lady podcast. on the podcast was Dr. Taz from right. a couple of weeks ago. You remember both of us were sassy chicks of her, you know, one of her five power 
women or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she like on the podcast, I don't know if we're going to like she. Oh, it's on mine. Did not really on mine either. Uh, she, no, it is on mine. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, we'll talk about her later then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's just, uh, you know, the, the standard, uh, obviously don't eat gluten, don't eat sugar, don't eat dairy, don't eat red meat. And, yeah. And um, maybe that's not true. Or... You know, I mean, it's a cliche, but everything in moderation. Right. Which is very hard for a yeah. lot of people. Um, uh, but yeah, I liked, uh, I liked that they at least. Um, uh, I like, like that they at least had this. Yeah. And if like somebody is struggling with this stuff and reads that on Goop and is like, fuck, like this is me. Like this is on this, you know, website that I trust. Maybe this is something I should look into. Then. I do think that's good. And like, I appreciate that Goop posted this interview with this doctor. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just showing some mixed messages, but I guess that's Goop. All, like, and probably not very many people read Goop as upset, like read it as Nobody compulsively reads these articles. as I we mean, do or as comprehensively as I, we do. Honestly, before we started this podcast, I had never read a, an article <laughs> on it and I didn't even, I was like, what the hell is this? I would, yeah, occasionally read something or, or you know, look at something on there, but I n- definitely not the same way that we not do like now. cover to no, cover no, no. my god i don't even think i mean obviously gwyneth doesn't read it cover to cover she does i don't not think anyone that it. works there reads it cover to cover i don't think they read from like the, the entire article no i mean bar- i barely read the entire article like some of these are very long articles i know um well okay what, what was your worst my worst was the podcast oh yeah because i listened to it right after i read that orthorexia thing and she was a hundred percent saying, well, first of all, I felt betrayed because like last week reading her article, I think she was my best and I like, or my thing I would try or something. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is fun. I like this because of course I get sucked into all this stuff immediately. So, you know, last week we took or whenever the hell it was, we took her quiz. We found out what we were. I was like, I'm not going to do these diets, but I like that. I don't know. I guess I just like, like this lady, but then also, I wrote her name down as Dr. Jazz, but that's not what it is. It's Dr. <laughs> Taz. Um, but then she, in the interview, she said a couple of things that bothered me so much. One of them was like, oh, you know, ne- women today can have it all and we feel really stressed out. But it's like, of course we can have it all. And actually, you still, like, you can have it all, whatever, if you are, like, super rich basically like it's not like everybody can have like a career and kids and all of this fucking shit it's still like a huge people have to make sacrifices all the time yeah people are most people are struggling no matter what like you have to have a a career or some sort of job or multiple jobs if you have kids if you don't have kids and yeah it's not it's not a it's not a luxury to to have it all as dr taz says to yeah and like it's also i don't i mean it's just like you have to make um choices if you're a woman you know because it's like you can't for a lot of people like having a baby basically means like you will have to spend at least take a year off from working yeah and if you have the luxury of even doing that well i mean it's just like you should have the luxury and it's like basically like you your body basically requires it um it's a huge burden on your body to give birth And you at least need to take off, you know, I mean, at the bare minimum, what, like three months or something? But isn't it, uh, the law in the United States is, I think it's like six weeks. Something like that. It's crazy. It's totally insane. And then you have to like, I don't know what it is, you go on disability or something. It's totally crazy. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just like I found that kind of frustrating that she was like, oh, we can have it all, but it's so stressful. So like we need to eat less gluten or whatever. And I'm like, that's not the answer. And then also she was going on and on about um, again, PCOS, which is that thing that I have. And she was talking about how like she's figured out like it's because of like whatever food choices you make and because you have like. I don't know what like something going on in your gut and all this shit. And I was like, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is not true. Like, she just was like giving false information about this, like, problem that so many women have. And I just found that really, really frustrating. Yeah. Um, Like, um, the way she talked about the hormonal imbalance, like when I was diagnosed with PCOS, the way they diagnosed it was through like checking my hormones and like seeing that I had this like hormonal imbalance. And they were like, Oh, that's like with your other symptoms. That's what this means. So like, I feel like the, I, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like the way people talk when, whenever like hormones come into play or something, people get super excited mm-hmm. and it's like, it's just, it's just a part of how your body works. I don't know. It's just, it's very frustrating. Yeah. To, to make it seem like if you change your diet, you're going to be cured. I mean, that's yeah. all these people. And she obviously, she says that she loves to like cook and be in the kitchen, but I don't believe that because she was saying when she first started doing this functional shit, she would immediately tell people, Oh yeah, definitely cut out all gluten and dairy and all this stuff. And some of her patients would be like, were like, Oh, that's, really hard that's a really like drastic change to never eat gluten right. or dairy and stuff and she's like oh really i never thought of it that way it was so easy for me yeah and i was like what like how i mean gluten is in so many things and like some people cannot eat gluten and and it's it seems like it would be a big struggle so for her to i mean finally i guess she did learn now she's like oh take you know do it do it in steps or uh you know decrease the amount of gluten until you can function without it yeah um, and also not to mention that like there's no reason that you should ever have to do that if you don't have celiac disease because it doesn't cause any problems other than other that. than she claims that she stopped eating gluten and she immediately felt better but people say they yeah. feel better i don't know whatever i, know. I think totally like crazy. if you're just i think yeah all that stuff if you eat a lot of it it like makes you sluggish so i get i've, n- I've never tried to not eat gluten but i imagine that you would sort of feel better if you didn't well, eat anything well i didn't necessarily cut gluten but i cut like I mean, I cut gluten when I did Whole30 because you don't eat anything with anything in it. But And I did feel better, but I didn't think it was because of the gluten. I just thought it was because of... I thought it was because of the sugar Mm -hmm. and the alcohol. Yeah, totally. Um, Okay, so my worst was the Reiki article. Okay, this is my saddest. Uh, It was... Okay, so first of all, this woman, Kelsey Patel... She is also a side character on Vanderpump Rules. Are you kidding? She allegedly might have had some romantic relationship with Jax. Allegedly. Because she was Jax's Reiki master. And Jax would like get on the phone with her and say, I love you. And it was very inappropriate. And so I just don't love my, my goop. Goop liberties and my Bravo liberties no, to mix. They so, need to be in totally different worlds, especially Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, yeah. So it was very uh, triggering for me to see her picture and to see her name, and yeah. then and then the article itself. I I didn't realize that Reiki was such bullshit. I oh, thought really? I thought it was sort of on the same level as like acupuncture or something, where it could do some. This one is. I didn't realize it's literally just touching people and then like imagining light coming out of them. Yeah, that's all. It that's is. all it is. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, she like 
talks a little bit about what Reiki is and then um and then she like goes through a few ways to like do Reiki on a friend. Yeah, that's what made made it so sad to me was the thing about like DIY and like how you can do it. And I just imagine like some like lady reading it and then like doing it on her family and be like, okay, like I'm gonna try this on you. Yeah. And then being like, we don't want this, mom. And she's like, no, it's gonna help you. And like, I don't know, it's just something about it made me kind of sad. I know, like if one of them was for if someone can't sleep, um, so you're supposed to like go up to the person in your 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 lover, or your friend or whatever who can't sleep and then just like touch them for 15 minutes and then you you were supposed to tell them to um to like look back upon their day one memory at a time and thank each memory before See, letting it go that's the reason i can't sleep because i'm just like oh fuck i, I know if you start like thinking having anxiety totally. attack. yeah um and then and then you just allow them to drift off drift off as you, as you continue to channel the energy through your palms if someone was like touching me i there was no way i would be able to drift off I can't sleep anyway, yeah. and like to have this added stupid thing, I would be like, get away from me. Um, yeah, but oh God, Kelsey Patel, stay on Bravo. Don't be on Goop. I didn't or, know she was on. Yeah, because I Vanderpump Rules is so dark to me. It's I can't watch it because it's just so bleak and so it's like Battlestar Galactica. Like <laughs> I, it's like the same thing. I'm like I can't deal with this. Um, see, to me, it's very relatable. So it makes me happy. Good. Um, but yeah, keep them separate. Uh, okay. So this was your saddest. Yeah, saddest. So I had a I had a saddest too this week. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot of sad articles about this is very sad. binge eating. Uh, you know, orthorexia, anorexia. But for me, the saddest article was a recipe or a article called "Fresh Summary Recipes from Two of Our Favorite Clean Beauty Gurus." This was a tragedy. And I agree. specifically, the recipe called "Summer Lovin' Raw Tart." Fuck that. This is, I think, the saddest recipe I've ever seen on Goop. First of all, it is 500 ingredients long. I've the never... The list was crazy. I've, like, so if you ever looked at the old um, Julia I Child book... I knew you were yeah, going to say that. Yeah. Like the the right, yeah. three-day sourdough bread article yes. or the, you know, any of those like beef bourguignon that takes 48 hours, nothing compared with this... Tart. thing that looks literally like you know those fin crisps yeah it's like literally just like tomatoes and olives slathered on a fin crisp like, and it takes hours to make yeah because you have to make that stupid raw seed thing and it's like eat a cracker you fucking psycho it's so insane i'm sorry i said psycho i know people don't like that oh, but it's like yeah. eat the cracker i mean talk about orthorexia if you're taking an entire day to make this summer loving raw tart and it, if you would eat that in one second and be starving I also. Know. so i just want to go into it like so Please. there's there's the main things that you put on the tart which is uh cauliflower cauliflower i guess that makes the crust you you rice the cauliflower you do a cauliflower crust whatever and then it has things like coconut aminos nutritional yeast flax seeds um and then you put these disgustingly looking um like shriveled up olives on it uh that i don't even there there's some specific kind of olive and then you have to make a sunflower ricotta and a tonic youth pesto um so it's two like sauces on this cracker and then the garbage like tomatoes and olives um and then all the many seeds and about three types of vinegar um and then, yeah, in the pesto, there's nettle leaves and pumpkin seeds and hemp seeds and tamari. And le- lemon juice is, is on there like three different times. Um, yeah. And then it says you, you're like soaking stuff for six to eight hours and then you're dehydrating it for another hour. 
And then basically it just is a cracker with some fucking veggies on it. Yeah, I know. And it's like, imagine you just bought like a fucking box of Acmac or whatever. Yeah. Put some cream cheese and a tomato on it. That would be just and as called good. It a t- it'd be better. And it would take you five minutes and you would be like, okay, I ate a snack. Moving on with life. I mean, this is, you'd have to be truly insane to make this. Truly. Who made it? Um, it is, <laughs> it's, uh, I guess it's someone from a company called Cap Beauty oh, um, named, named Cindy DePrima Morris. Um, oh, and then she says, if you are in a pinch, you don't have to make the crackers from scratch and you can just swing by Moon Juice and get Ugh. one of their charred cumin crisps or the green fermented seed crisps. God, can you imagine Your having choice. so much money and so much time? Yeah. And the other one in this little piece also sounded gross. That like smoothie thing. Oh yeah, that was it was um it was like a hibiscus. That would look fine actually. And I was like looking at it, kept being like, where's the alcohol? I don't know. I was oh, thinking no. that there's alcohol in it. And then they said if you want it, you can put coconut butter in it and like blend it oh. and make it like a bulletproof hibiscus <laughs> drink or whatever. I don't know. It's so sad. Yeah. Um oh, I forgot. I was I had a second little best I wanted to please, talk about please. just quickly. So there was an article um that was just uh different goop like employees with their wedding pictures. Yeah. Um and well, just it was like, like wedding we- tips. Yeah, like- wedding tips. And they were all like pretty boring. They just they all looked sort of like fancy formal weddings yeah. except for our friend Megan, Megan yep. O'Neill, her wedding looked so cool. <laughs> it was in Nashville. Her husband is like a young David Bowie. Um, he's in this like cool teal blue suit. Megan has her like crazy dyed blonde hair and her neon green, um, veil. Yeah. She looks awesome. She's wearing like a traditional wedding dress and then like a neon yeah. green veil. And it's just like in a field. It looks so chill. And like, I really don't like going to weddings, no. but I wish I had been at Megan's wedding. I, oh yes. I absolutely wish I had been at Megan's wedding no she does look very cool and we've seen pictures of her in that outfit before with that veil and honestly i didn't know if that was her real wedding or if that was like her doing like a fun look because she does sometimes like you know kooky a kooky look gets a little kooky and also the thing that i really appreciated about that i don't know if you read the tip but she was like oh you know things got really crazy right before my wedding i know we've read in the past that right before her wedding she got like she like burned herself when she was like cooking or something and then um she said that she didn't have time to get a manicure. And so she just like went and got married with like her old shitty manicure, which is like, I don't know, but that's like, that is just like radical confidence to do that because I can barely, uh, go to the supermarket without a manicure. So I'm like really impressed. And both she and her husband look like super happy, super sort of fucked up in a good way. Yeah. And all the other goop people, their weddings just look so stuffy so, and formal. Yeah. One of them was like, I married Devin on a hill in Tuscany. Yeah. And it's like just about like, and I realized we didn't even get to check in with each other because we were so busy tending to our guests oh who came all the way to Italy. And like, yeah, of course you're going to want to do that if someone flew across like right, right, right. the ocean to be at your wedding. Anyway. I did like seeing the picture of Elise Lonan just to put a face to a name when I listened to the podcast. Oh yeah. Which wedding was hers? Uh, it was another, it was in Montana, I think. And she has, she's very pretty, really dark brown hair. I pictured her in my head as a blonde. So I was sort of surprised to see she had dark hair. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's always fun seeing wedding pictures. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. Sure. And to see all the, yeah, just like the different personalities. Yeah. And like Megan is definitely an outlier with, 
The, mm-hmm. She's the only one who's when you said outlier, I truly thought that you were referring to like some sort of like weird personality type thing that we had read. Oh, no. I was like, oh, what goop thing is that? And then I was like, oh, no, he's just speaking English. Um, Yeah, like Megan is obviously like more fun and chill than yeah. like anybody else um, that we saw wedding pictures of, certainly. Except for, you know what? I did like the fashion person. Oh, what did she do? Well, she was just wearing like kind of like a. I she was wearing like I thought a very like sophisticated white dress. It was mm. just like a dress. It wasn't like a big okay. gown or anything. It's like just like a nice white dress. And she was like, you know, we just picked the things that were really important to us, like the location. I don't. There were like three things that they cared about, and she was like, we just picked that. And then the rest of it, we just kind of like let whatever happen yeah. and just kind of. Or she's like, what was important to me was like my dress. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Well, like it makes sense. She's a fashion person. Yeah, yeah, and the location and like maybe one other thing. And I was like, I like that just being like chill and not like freaking out about every single detail of your wedding. For sure. Yeah. You know, the easiest thing to do is not have a wedding. Yeah. Go to City Hall. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. Uh, do, do, do. All right. What would you try? I would try. Oh, <laughs> so in the like new things in LA article, oh, yeah. which also none of them were new. new. No. It was like Blair's on Rowena has yeah, been around since like, the 70s. These things are not new. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. But. Uh, but anyway, they talked about Andy LeCompote salon and I was like, you know what? I would try it because as you mentioned, you just saw my mom and yeah. she had her haircut there. No, oh. but my mom and I both went to this guy. We have the same hairdresser and he's like the best hairdresser and the best colorist and he lives in Palm Springs and drives down to LA like one day a week to do. That's a great life. Yeah. And he's got like his own salon in Palm Springs. Yeah. And he's been coming less and less. And my mom called me like the night before she went to go get her hair cut. And she was like, Josh is in town. Let's go. And I was like, I can't. I have to work. Like it was like I didn't. I couldn't yeah, do it. Drop everything. I know. mean, I would have. I was like, fuck, I really wanted to. And so now he came, he did my mom's hair, not mine. And I don't know when he's going to be back. So I've seriously been thinking like, should I just go to Palm Springs for a weekend and get my hair done? I'll go to Palm Springs with you and chill. Okay, great. Because it probably yeah. costs about the same yeah, as this, yeah. this. I mean, Josh is also pretty expensive. Not quite as expensive as Andy Lee Compote Salon. But I was like, I think I'm going to need a new hair person because Josh hasn't been coming to town. Yeah. Because you only... Get your hair done a few times a year. I get right? my hair cut like twice a year so, yeah. and I spend like a bazillion dollars on it. You might it. as well just go to Palm Springs. Might as well just go to Palm Springs, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So if you want to do a road trip to Palm Springs for me to get my hair cut. Yeah. Airbnbs are cheap this time of year too because it's really it's hot. It's too hot. So, yeah. Let's All right. Okay. Um, so the thing I would try is another recipe. Uh, oh. The polar opposite from the horrible summer love and tart. This is a clean swap for a Big Mac. Which actually, oh, looked, really? it looked really good to me. It looked good to me too. I love, like Beyond Burgers are the um, sort of new trendy uh, vegan burgers that they sell in Whole Foods that look sort of like meat and they like quote unquote bleed. They, yeah. If you do eat meat, you're not fooled. I think yeah. for vegans, maybe you would be fooled, but they they do taste good. So this was, I mean, other than, it was basically like a Big Mac using a Beyond Burger and you just like make your own special sauce with vegan A's and yeah. then... I still might use regular cheese. They tell you to use vegan cheese. 
Uh, maybe I'll try it with vegan cheese just to see. But yeah, they it looked good. They said some people liked it with just no cheese at all too. That's true. You could do no cheese at all. And then they said like you could buy vegan cheese or there's some weird recipe for a cauliflower cheese, which sounded interesting. Mm. I don't know. But there was like a cute little video. Gwyneth was not in the video sexually harassing the chef, which was good. Yeah. Um, the chef wasn't even visible. No, it was it like was a just, top down. Yeah. Um, but it sounded good. And I love a good veggie burger yeah i watched it fully prepared to hate it and thinking oh this will be my worst for sure because i was like why would you bother doing making a healthy swap for a big mac because that is kind of true where like you could call it a healthy swap but it probably has more calories than a regular big mac yeah it's like it's not gonna be it's not healthy it's still fucked up but it's just like maybe if you are avoiding animal proteins or whatever but um yeah it actually looked really good and the sauce looked really good yeah um, yeah, it just, I mean, you just do veganaise and I guess there was like dill pickle relish and some onions and some Worcestershire and stuff. Yeah. Um, yum. Yeah, it did look good. What would you buy? Um, oh, I would buy something and I did buy it Ooh. and it's actually not from this week's newsletter. It is from like over a year ago and you've been recommending it to me, which is that Megan Abbott book. Oh yeah. Did you start it? It has not here yet. Oh, yeah, it's coming okay. today. I bought it. Yeah. Um, you will and, know me, that one? Yeah, yeah, you will know me. So I'm excited to get into it and read about those gymnasts. Oh, cool. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, a, yeah, it's sort of a crime novel about the world of competitive gymnastics. I'm excited for it. Uh, I've been wanting to read something that's like not horrifying and not totally depressing. Yeah. So Well, maybe... there's still murder in it. <laughs> yeah, I can't seem to get yeah. away from that. Uh, yeah, and then she has another... She has, she has um, one that I read that was like a, a, a style exercise in like 50s hard-boiled like Raymond Chandler style noir, but just oh, really? with all women. Oh, good. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was really good. And then she has another one that I haven't read yet that is about cheerleaders. Huh. Um, and then she has a new one coming out this summer. So she also writes on the HBO show The Deuce. Which is a very good show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I really like her. Well, I'm excited to read her book. Um, okay, so I would buy a rubber tree. <laughs> Whoa. This was, uh, I think this was in the the wedding gift um, article. So there was like, uh, there were two articles about wedding gifts. One was like for things for your house. And then one was like more sort of beauty products things. So this was for things for your house. Um, I just want more plants. The problem is I have two cats and they like eat things or like knock things over a lot. Yeah. So I might have to go slow and see, but I've tried, I tried a couple things, but this rubber plant is like big and heavy. So I don't think they would be able to knock it over. It also is $300. Jesus. I don't know, but I would like a big sort of tree in my house. Huh. I don't know. Well, maybe you'll get one. To be continued, possibly. It's cool. Yeah, I it looks, would like it actually too. Um, it just yeah it seems it'll get some, get some oxygen in your house and and have a little greenery. Yeah. Um. Well, we did have uh, a new five star review this week. I saw that. Yeah. Um. Do you want to read it? Sure. Do you have it? Yeah. Um, this is so exciting. Let me see. It was by. Oh. Uh, a new listener. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's called Goop, but less goopy. And this is from B.W. Lily. 
Do you think Goop is ridiculous but also secretly want to spend every dime you have on all of their latest recommendations? This is the podcast for you. They do the work of actually reading the newsletter for you and deliver the Cliff's Notes version. Aggie and Brian make me feel like I'm sitting with friends talking about what diet we're currently into, what beauty splurge we've made recently, and then making fun of the person who we all secretly hate, and I'm very into it. Oh my God, thank you so much. That's so nice. That was very nice. That's so fun. Another person thank that you. gets us, and we yeah. appreciate it. We um, appreciate getting those reviews so much. Thank you so much. We love hearing from you guys. All right. Well, uh, I will keep you posted on my vitamin B12 journey. And I'll keep you posted on my eye cream journey. And yeah, hit us up on Instagram, uh, write those reviews, tell your friends. I was listening to another podcast and they were saying to like, just literally take your friend's phone and then um, subscribe them to the podcast without <laughs> them knowing. And I wouldn't say to do that, but I wouldn't say not to do that either. Were they seriously recommending? No, they were, they were sort of joking. Okay, but it was well, funny. okay, do, okay, yeah. yeah, do it. Do it. All right, uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.